0: And all the people living life in peace. (laughs) You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Girl, you like this song? Oh, what like song, song is I that? Dream? I don't What song? That's our new national anthem, girl. The LA Times were just talking about how it is time to do away with the slaveholders' anthem oh. and to do lean on me, imagine. We just got to, you know, lift every voice and sing. That's what the NFL is going to be playing in front yes. of their games. Uh, well, it's time. Are you ready for these new anthems? Are you ready for this I'm new I'm ready for too, girl? yeah any
1: of that any new anthem, girl. <laughs> but I don't think I'm, I don't think no NFL games are happening no time soon, bitch. Like I I know they said they were gonna do that shit, but
0: well, they right because they were gonna do it uh just on the field right without audio with no audience. They're just gonna still have like a oh. hundred people on the field. Well, that- that's that's what I mean. It wasn't gonna be with real. Yeah, that was just gonna be on the field. But again. A lot of things have been changing real fast. A lot of girls were saying a lot of things, and all of a sudden we've been moving backwards, closing shit down. Things are moving fast. Yeah, they sure are, girl. We, let's let's get into the intro, girl. Welcome to Two Safe Queens.
1: <laughs> I'm Miss Devereaux, along with the illustrious, engaging, and cunty Miss Malachi. Hey, girl.
0: Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> have you gotten into any
1: entanglements recently, girl? Any entanglements? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I have, but first let's call out you in the hostess seat, being the hostess with the mostest. I love this, changing it up a little changing bit. Changing it up. I'm trying, we're
1: but just... girl, we're going back next week. you gonna, you going to host next week. Girl.
0: <laughs> you literally just started. Like, literally the show <laughs> is just started. You're already like, all right, girl, no, I'm over girl,
1: it. girl, <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. You can host next week, bitch. So, girl, tell us uh, about your entanglement, ho. Tell well, us. Well,
0: you know, because I did kind of give you a hint that I had... Um, I didn't fully get into an entanglement, but I was offered an entanglement. Uh, but before we... I mean, entanglement. Did you watch it? Did you watch the video? I still didn't watch that shit, girl. What? i I wanted my 12 minutes. Oh my I wanted God. my 12 minutes, girl. They were so valuable to me. I mean, me. I'll be honest with you, girl. It was really only nine. Like, you didn't really cuz like in the beginning they were just talk they were they were about you know talking around it and they got to it. I'm so mad cuz I literally the only reason I watched it cuz I thought we were going to talk about it on the show. But uh it was it was fine. Like I literally when I was watching I was like we don't need to be... We, I don't need to be here. It's almost like you walk into a room... You see a couple arguing. You're like, it's not my business. I should walk out. Yeah. Like That's what it felt like. It's, it wasn't our business. August is petty. She needed to... Yeah. She, she was just trying to start some stuff. She came at... Because like, she
1: came at Miss Kiki Palmer on Twitter, too, about nothing, girl. Fuck that bitch. Ugh. Like, that's a mess. I hate messy straight men more than I... I actually feature a messy queen or a messy fish, but I don't know why I have a double standard. I do not <sighs> like messy straight men. I don't, girl. Well,
0: we're well, we're gonna talk about that. Oh, yeah. I think there's probably reasons why, but uh, yeah. but. To go to the entanglement. So I did not, but I almost did. Basically, um, you know, I've just been, since I've been back from uh, my little trip, my little Corona getaway to the desert, mm-hmm. I've just been in my studio, you know, swiping because I miss <laughs> social contact. Yeah, And I match, I match with someone like this oh. cute Latinx guy. And we started chatting and he was like, hey, you want to meet up? And I was like, oh. oh. I was like, we're not going to like. Text first, or Skype. You just ready to meet up, and there was no like, oh, I know it's coronavirus, and like, you know, maybe we could do like a walk six feet apart. And I was like, what does meet up mean? Like, are yeah. you trying to like bang it out? What does that mean? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I wanna. We could go to a drive-in, like go oh, a drive-in movie. Oh. Like, like we're driving our car separately, or I, I just didn't know. I just confused and. I just, I was really thinking about it, because I was like, girl, it's been, it's been a time. I'm going to just say that. It's been a time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, ultimately, I just, right before it, someone sent me an article about how coronavirus is causing blood clots. And I was like, is this dude Mm -hmm. worth a blood clot? Like, I feel like that's the question you got to ask these days. Is this you know? I'm not even talking about the D, like, cause you know, no D's worth. Well, well, some D, yeah, yeah. some D might be worth. (laughs) But I don't know. (laughs) It's just a little. Some D might be worth dying for. It's a little
1: blood clot, or is it a big (laughs) one, hoe? Cause some big D, some big D and a little blood clot, uh, that might be worth it, bitch. You you know, is it a big blood clot or a little blood clot? Is a big dick or a little dick? You know that that factors all into the equation, girl. Because, well, you
0: know, as, it's just as they're doing more of these studies and really looking at, you know, all these almost 130,000 people have now died from coronavirus, you're seeing that this is not no little cold. It's some not. of these things that it it's does, not. like, yes, it does yeah. a lot of damage to your respiratory system, but it's also doing it to your blood vessels and different parts of your body, your like kidneys, your heart, and even your, your brain, heart, even the
1: brain. Yeah. yeah. Some girls, That's why the girls
0: aren't recovering as quickly when it happens. Yeah.
1: Some girls are complaining about brain fog and neurological symptoms Ooh. and you know and tingling in their arms and legs after corona like i know i know a lady who had it i was exposed to her on march 12th so i but Mm -hmm. i didn't know until like 10 or 12 days after the fact that she had corona so i was just out and about grocery shopping but i don't mask but of course (laughs) like and then she tells me like 10 12 days later that she's like feeling sick and having symptoms and so um but she had been sick for she had even started feeling sick that day that I saw her. But, yeah, she's still recovering. She, that was on March 12th. She still can't walk more. She, like, she can't walk in the park without her kids or, like, anyone near her so that they can make wow. sure that she doesn't collapse. That's how, like... That is wild. She's still recovering, girl, huh. yeah. Oh, man. So, but, yeah, but, like... Oh, so... So what did you tell homeboy?
0: Like, what did you tell him? Oh, uh... <laughs> and then this is when we get into maybe this is why Miss Maokai doesn't have a man mm-hmm. uh, basically I was like oh well let's talk on the phone and then he sent me his number and then I never did anything with it <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
1: Oh girl, I told you the main <laughs> one I was talking about. Can't find a man in L.A. L.A. is no good. L A has no good men. I can't find a good
0: date here. I can't find a good boyfriend. Okay, and bitch, but he was trying to he was trying to give me Corona. That's different though.
1: And, and I will say this: I I don't like how he was just like let's meet up because that means he's not risk averse enough for us. And probably. I just
0: kept thinking like if he's meeting up with me, who else exactly. is he meeting up with?
1: Bingo! There you go. There you so, go, girl.
0: So it went nowhere. He unmatched with me and um. I'm still alive.
1: <laughs> yeah. And still single. And still single. And still single. Girl no but I can
0: blame it on Corona.
1: You can blame it on Corona, girl. And not Miss Los Angeles anymore. She's it's it's Corona, girl. You know, but um yeah, that's what, what ethnicity or race was this gentleman? Can I just ask? Oh, he was he was Latinx. Oh, okay, L A T for real. That's that's cute. You're stupid. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: he does seem like probably Mexican, oh, but not sure. Oh, you're not sure?
1: Okay. So, um, actually, I have my own story. It's it's not my dating story because you know I'm still in quarantine. I'm still a bitch <laughs> in my house, like for real, for real. Like
0: you're not trying to catch no blood clots. You know,
1: in fact, I do sometimes go on the apps to scroll through. I like I was talking to this one black queen in Japan pan girl i don't know how i mean found that's the me. tea
0: is like i thought it'd be like some virtual that's really why i went on there was just like some virtual tea like maybe we could do some zoom calls not go to like a movie go on a date but so you started you met you doing some international some global well some well really i was just i was just like checking up
1: on all my my local d um on the app and just seeing <laughs> oh, yeah? what they're up to and how safe they're okay. being and, like all <laughs> all those regulars no i'm just kidding well kind of i'm not really lying i'm I'm semi-lying so anyway um but yeah actually out of the blue i get this message it's on a song grinder do do You know that type of tea, the orange, the orange app, the orange tea.
0: You know, some people, some of the girls don't know about grinding. They don't know the sounds. Yeah, so you know it has a very
1: specific sound. So I get a message. If you hear
0: that sound and you heard it from your man, you know you got problems. You got problems. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's a bl- it's a black man but it says 7,390 miles away. Ooh, and I like, know
0: I know that's in Asia. Yeah, and <laughs> or I'm Australia. Like, yeah, it had to be <laughs> in one of those
1: two, right? Cuz like I'm in like the east, you know, central United States and I'm like, okay, can't be in Europe cuz Europe is only like 3500 4000 miles away. So, yeah, so he was stationed in like Okinawa, Japan. It's a bl- and it's a black man and also
0: he was a he was a soldier a He was a soldier
1: stationed he's a soldier yeah Ooh,
0: girl but,
1: yeah and so and he is fine too but he um <laughs> he actually i was just asking because i was seeing things on the news about like they're having an outbreak among the soldiers in okinawa japan and they're like trying to like keep it from you know cascading all throughout because they don't really social distance they can't You know, they live in close quarters and everything.
0: How did you you know they were specifically having an outbreak in Okinawa? It
1: was just, like, on CNN, like, one day recently. So, I literally just messaged him. I'm like, that's a
0: real specific. Okay,
1: I literally messaged him today, like, oh, wow, I just heard on the news about your, you know, your (laughs) bitch. Check on your man, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But, girl, I don't know how he found me. Why was he looking in Detroit? But he said he was looking for somebody black. So, he literally, like...
0: (laughs) Chose Detroit. Let me find the blackest cities in the country. Philly, Detroit. (laughs) Philly, Detroit, Chicago,
1: Atlanta, D.C., Baltimore. You know. That's funny. Maybe St. Louis a little bit. So, yeah. But that isn't even the story I want to tell you about, girl. (laughs) What? So, the story (laughs) I want to tell you about was this white queen. There's this white queen that we went to college with. Now, you don't know this girl because this girl was not, not out during... College, but I knew her, okay. and I socialized with her, and I knew she was a queen. I knew she was a queen, but I gave her—I I knew just, she was a home. I just—I just pretended like, oh girl. Even though I might—I might have hay to her first, uh, like a couple times, like on accident. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, she was from my local area. She's from Metro Detroit. This girl was super coin, super super coin. She went to like one of my rival high schools, and we—you know—there's not a lot of girls from this area in Detroit who went to our ivy league esteemed university so like me and her connected because we met the summer before when they connected the local girls who were going to our school Hmm. and then on campus we we tried to you know have a standing dinner or lunch appointment like every few weeks or once a month or whatever um and even even here like i ended up going and visiting her house she lived in the most beautiful house i'd ever seen ever like ever been in Right, um, when I came when she came back on one break and I was back here on one like Christmas break or something like that. Anyway, this girl I've lost contact with this girl, but she is now out and she's dating a friend of a friend, a friend of one of my friends who did who you know who you know, but we didn't go to college with, but you know this you know this queen anyway. Okay, you know this queen. It's a black queen that you know. Uh Okay. Uh huh. Um. So, so anyway, she tells this black queen. Okay, mind you. This is another black queen. I'm a black queen. You're a white queen. You tell this other black queen. You tell this other black queen. Oh, my God. So, Miss Devereaux... Well, she uses my government name, of course. She don't know me. So, she says, Miss Devereaux, girl. She says, she's always posting about the Rona and wearing a mask or whatever. Like, what's her deal? Does she, you know, have any existing conditions or what? Like, how is she, like... She's like, why is she so adamant about... You know, wearing a mask and being safe and quarantining and all that. This She's telling this other black queen who's my friend about me. So I'm like, okay, bitch, why don't you, you, you dumb white bitch, why don't you just unfollow me on social media <laughs> or defriend me or unfollow me instead of sitting up here and talking to another black queen about this black queen. Like, I was just so done with that girl. Like, I couldn't believe she had done that. Um, And I've lost touch with her, but, like, girls, I know there's so many girls who lurk on my pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, who don't comment on shit, but are always commenting to other people about my shit all the time. Mm. And I am, like, those girls, because they, lo- they love my entertainment. I'm entertaining to those girls. So, you know what? I'm going to let those girls be fans from afar. What are those girls, like, all those Nicki Minaj girls and all those girls, all the hood girls always talking about, my haters, my haters, my haters? Those girls are my fans, girl. That's what I realized.
0: So so you're not going to so you're going to keep her. You're not going to get rid of her. I'm
1: your, I'm your... not going to get rid of that girl. I'm not going to get a, I'm not going to deprive her of that entertainment. I'm not going to okay. deprive her of okay. the information too because that girl, these girls actually I give these girls a lot of cuz I when I talk about white people all the time on my stuff too, right? I feel like that's that's teaching the girls a little bit too and she might be one of those girls. She might be one of those But maybe, she,
0: maybe she's not learning the... Because I feel like any girl who's paying attention would be like, oh, she's probably talking about this because she fucking lives in Detroit where their black community exactly. got decimated by corona. But and, I don't know. It seems like she's not a girl who's really listening. And she's
1: a New York girl now. She doesn't live in this area anymore. But, mm. but yeah, I literally have known
0: multiple people
1: who died from corona most of them yeah most of them like in my mom's age group in her friends et cetera, and her friends of friends and relatives of friends but some i know two people in their 30s who passed away from corona in metro detroit okay Hmm. so i'm just saying like you know one was even like just barely 30 like even younger than me like it passed away from corona and then actually both of them were young both of them were in their early 30s so yeah. I'm not playing with this shit and I and it's no. and it's heavily affected black and brown people so I like cuz even outside of Detroit it's primarily been a black and brown disease. Like in New York City, Hispanics were the most affected group. In Boston, Hispanics are the most affected group. In Houston, Hispanics are the most affected group. In Georgia, the blacks are most affected group. In D.C., the blacks are the most affected group. So, girl, yeah. fuck him. Fuck him, girl. <laughs> so that's all I have to say. But, yeah, I, w- I won't unfollow or defriend her or anything because I think she could learn from me still
0: okay mm-hmm. oh look at you you're so kind i'm girl. so it's kind so and
1: girl you know with that being said girl i think it's time for us to go into some good news and into some
0: bad news so girl what's the good tea? news what's the bad tea, oh? news. um so i had this is like mixed news this first one um i mean we talked a bit about hong kong yes. um yeah. last episode so um and i still haven't had as much time to that because there's she's moving fast like miss china is so there's some interesting things where so of this big chinese tech company called huawei h-u-a-w-e-i um big tech company um um big here in the states big over in the uk so they have been accused like they have been like trump miss djt's punching bag for like you know, this is China. This is how China gonna spy on us is with this company. He might. Uh, so, that girl might
1: be right about them. now. you know I don't. I mean, you know I don't trust those Chinese tech. You companies know, I and I got a Chinese
0: phone, so she's really. Girl. That's why I'm just not as. <laughs> I don't even like texting you certain things on that Chinese phone, girl. You know, I'm, I'm gonna get an Apple. I'm gonna get an Apple. I really will. It just. It was. It was. It was cheap. Okay, you know this is how it happened. So anyway. I'm gonna get rid of this phone, but this please, please. Huawei. Uh, she basically was denied. So basically, the future of like tech, um, in terms of how connectivity is 5G. You know, because right now, you know, there was 3G. You had your 3G. You know, metro, and now we are on 4G and 5G is the future, and basically, it would just allow us to do everything faster. And you know, so the conspiracy Huawei... girls, you know how they feel about the 5G. Right? <laughs> don't do it knows. don't but do it we won't you go there do today it. we won't do it no we can do no, it we should, let- no, we should tell the girls No, let's- basically okay, go we. I mean we gotta say it okay. like the girls think some of the girls think this coronavirus is caused by 5G yeah. so you know I'm not gonna say definitely not <laughs> no. No, um, because literally 5G is literally still coming into effect. Like we're really, we're truly not even at 5G. Right. Um, and this is part of what Huawei was going to be doing is building the infrastructure for it. And Miss U, Miss, because of Miss D J T, maybe like. Miss Devereaux said maybe with the point that you know China does some has such control over their companies that they can use them in that way like there's no separation between companies like the private sector and the state in China so Miss DJT was like fuck that y'all not coming over here to do this and we don't think anyone else should work with y'all and so the other big the other girls who especially on security systems on the type of stuff that would be about like you know, um, sharing security, sharing intelligence, and things like that. So a lot of times, the U.S. Mis- works with uh, the U.K., Australia, um, New Zealand, Canada, and all of the girls were like, definitely not, except for Miss U.K. And we seen today, she she had gone. She basically was like, okay, we're fine with them doing because they want to like get ahead, and they already their Huawei is very big in the U.K. and Ultimately, today they just reversed that decision, um, and partly I think was. It's just seeing how China is acting with Hong Kong. You know, we talked about their security law. They try... Hong Kong is, like, allowed to do, like, a preliminary election. And they're already saying that maybe those results are not... They're not going to count them because they feel like, you know, the people who are going to be running that election are going to be more liberally minded, wanting to push back against mainland China. So that's potentially on the fence. Um, Under their new law, they're potentially already... Looking at like six hundred thousand people that are, you know, security laws is way for them to basically destroy any dissent and to stop anyone to kind of speak up against them. Pro so protest, really freedom
1: of the press is curtailed. Right, now, like it's so it's
0: so flexible that basically just having a poster up that is like critiquing mainland China could be a reason for you to get fined, to get thrown in jail, to get arrest, get your business shut down. So it's really bad over there. And this kind of goes into the good news part is basically what was really going to happen. ICE. And um, the Trump administration was going to basically, under this idea that like, with schools shut down, and basically the only way that a lot of students are taking classes is online, they were like, that doesn't actually count as you taking classes. So all y'all doing online courses from other countries, y'all need to get out. And that there's a lot of people that are from China, that are from Hong Kong, that are from different places that are you know, maybe it's not safe for them to go. And they are over here to basically, you know, try and do go to school, get a student visa. And then from there, you know, may potentially move here to a safer environment. So basically, I was going to throw out everybody. Um, and recently today, they basically re- dropped those restrictions because um, it was ridiculous. It's literally saying that, okay, because you're taking an online class, you're not technically doing in-person classes. So you're not technically in school in our mind. So you should get out. Um so that was kind of like bad news into like goodish news. Um yeah, that, that is some good you know, news
1: cuz actually our universities are heavily reliant on international students and students from Asia mm-hmm. just to stay afloat cuz they're usually full paying tuition students. You know, this could actually like if foreign students stop enrolling in our US colleges because of you know, policy like this that could destroy our higher education system in this country. Like a lot of schools would actually go under without you know foreign students. So that, I mean, not saying that that's good that they're overly relying Which on is, foreign students, yeah. right? <laughs> but but I'd say also for the rights it, to settle here for those foreign students. That's some good. News. Yes, you that
0: know. you know we're we're still in some ways a way for a lot of people to get away from dictatorships, dangerous governments to really, truly live their lives with, like, freedom and live their lives fully.
1: In Miss Hong Kong, you know, I went there in 2012. It was one of my favorite cities in the world that I'd ever... It was one of my... Like I told you, girls, one of my favorite trips I'd ever taken. But she mm-hmm. had U.S. and U.K. style civil liberties. Like, she had mostly... She had freedom of the press. She had... You know, the girls were protesting up until earlier this year. Like, she had... She had, like, basically almost the same level of free speech... And free press that we have here, and so Mm -hmm. because a lot of girls are like, who cares about like Hong Kong? That's part of China. Like, what? What do you? Why do you even care about that? But it's because it was like it was a dissent. It was like uh, because girl, this could happen to us. Basically, that's just something to watch. Like,
0: this was a country that was like ours in many or this was a city-state city-state that was like ours in many ways and now it's completely got it's now controlled by you know the communist party in china yeah Um, that could happen here so So if it it could happen in
1: hong kong it could happen here you know this is a decline in in civil liberties and civil uh Mm -hmm. rights um
0: i mean well this next one's one of those examples of this slow erosion of, like, our, you know, institutions. In the rule right?
1: of law, yeah. So Trump commuted the federal sentence of his longtime associate and political operative, Roger Stone. Um, Just so you know, a commutation means a reduction in sentence. Um, So basically he got rid of all his jail time, his two-year probation, and his $20,000 fine that was issued by...
0: Which I thought was so, like, y'all, like, tw- what is... Like, for those of you, Roger Stone has been around... Roger Stone is very wealthy. Like, y'all really gonna get rid of that $20,000 that I'm sure he could pay, but anyway. Well, I
1: think, I mean, his he... I mean, I don't know how true this is, but he was saying that the legal cases and paying all those lawyers decimated his income, and then he oh, couldn't. He, he also couldn't work during that time because he was primarily a lobbyist and political operative. Who's gonna? He's like tainted. Who's gonna hire him in the middle of this federal indictment in this case? I guess, yeah. So, so he might need that twenty thousand. So he might need that twenty thousand, girl. You never know. I mean, to pay. Oh, okay. I'll get there in a minute. He might need it for something else too. <laughs> so, Mr. Stone or Roger Stone was twenty or 67 years old so he's a longtime republican uh trickster or a political operative and he was convicted in november 2019 of obstructing congressional investigation or the congressional investigation into donald trump's or misty jt's 2016 campaign and possible ties to russia so basically he was convicted on lying under oath withholding uh documents and threatening an associate with harm if he cooperated in the congressional investigation so that's basically witness tampering um he was con- convicted mm-hmm. unanimously by a jury in the federal case um and so trump basically said oh this is a process crime you know i'm going to commute it because they he should sh- the 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 russia you know witch hunt was a hoax anyway it was phony and it's never been right. investigated so this was just an ancillary process crime And why this is the erosion of the rule of law is generally a president doesn't, a president doesn't commute or pardon someone who was associated with him or his campaign, right? (laughs) So usually that comes much later. Um, He hadn't even served a day in jail yet except for a day in prison yet since his sentence, maybe at the very beginning when he was arrested and then got bailed out. But he has not served a day in prison yet. So you're commuting him before he even does any kind of prison sentence. Um, <laughs> now, Judge Amy Berman Jackson, who uh, sentenced Roger Stone, she also was the federal judge. She was an Obama, Obama appointee. She also is the one who sends Paul Manafort and Rick Gates. And Paul Manafort is out on... Uh, humanitarian leave because of covid so he's actually not even in prison right now anymore because of you know because of covid and we expect that miss djt might pardon paul Manafort, who was his campaign manager before kellyanne conway took over and um he uh he might actually pardon him or commute his sentence at some point so we're expecting that at any time you know
0: but um yeah i was about to say like i mean because he already you know mike flynn was a first right? yes yes um uh which uh, what what he, oh, they the uh attorney he had the attorney well technically he didn't have trump didn't have the attorney but we pretty much know bill barr the u.s attorney general basically does whatever trump wants so he dropped the justice department's case against mike flynn um uh, which when we talked about like um was it ernest sullivan or the federal judge yeah uh, but ernest, basically like yeah um, ernest sullivan that's him. Yeah, Mike Flynn basically like admitted to you know improper conversations with a foreign entity. In this case, it was Russia. Um, but sorry,
1: and also Michael Flynn too had dealings with Turkey, like business dealings with Turkey that he didn't mm. put on his disclosure mm. form before he became our national fucking security advisor. So of course <laughs> he's supposed to disclose all foreign entanglements. There's that Jada Pinkett Smith word again, but he's supposed to disclose all foreign entanglements, business and otherwise. Um, Because generally, like in the Obama administration and the Clinton administration, even the Bush administration, like if you have any business foreign entanglements, sometimes that would disqualify you. From government service, particularly, in... I thought that was the thing. Exactly. It's like,
0: how could we trust you to be at the highest seats of power in our government if you've had nefar- or potentially gray dealings or ambiguous relationships with foreign, with foreign powers, with foreign and, powers entities. and
1: entities? But especially if you're on the national security side, like especially if you're dealing with like <laughs> the intelligence security of the country. And Michael Flynn was like the national security advisor, so. That's some tea, but like Jared and Ivanka have all these foreign business entanglements too. And they they, you know, Trump forced their clearances through because, you know, the feds did not want to give Jared and Ivanka clearances. They, they considered them to be compromised. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even Miss DJT, she would never pass, if she wasn't president, she gets a clearance by virtue, she gets the highest clearance by virtue of just being president. But if she wasn't, she would never pass a security clearance. Never. From all her you know, all that debt she owes Saudi Arabia and China and Russia (laughs) and she is not she she yeah. Anyway. But why this is so interesting too is Mitt Romney and Pat Toomey, the senator so Mitt Romney, the senator from Utah, and Pat Toomey, the Republican senator from Pennsylvania, obviously both Mm -hmm. Republicans, they they chastised Trump about, you know, pardoning Roger or commuting Roger Stone's sentence. They called it an abuse of his power. Both of them. And, of course, Trump came at them. He went off on them in Twitter and called them rhinos. you know, Republican in name only. And it's so interesting, girl, because I remember back in the days when when we were in school, and I remember Miss Pat Toomey, she was like, she was a hardcore right-wing Republican. She used to be the head of this organization called the Club for Growth. They're like this anti-tax organization. So she's like a Tea Party type of girl. She's like Mm. hardcore economic... Conservative. And so it's so funny okay. to hear Miss DJT call her a rhino because she actually <laughs> was running against the sitting Republican senator in Pennsylvania at the time, Arlen Specter, in the Republican primary. She challenged him twice in the Republican primary until she finally became president. But I mean, I mean Senator rather, Senator from Pennsylvania,
0: yeah. But I mean, for Trump, a Republican is, he is a Republican now. Like Trump wasn't even always a Republican. Right. Like the girls forget, he used to be a Democrat. Are uh, vote more with democratic policy. So a Republican now is whoever is on Trump's side. Bingo. That's who he views as a Republican. Yeah, and anyone who's not but, with
1: him is a rhino, even though most of those girls who are like in the Republican are more, part, conservative, are more than conservative than,
0: him. Conservative yeah. than yeah. him. More more Republican, in quotes, than he is. Rick Wilson but I, and
1: them, all of they are like, those are like real Republicans, you know, so.
0: But I am curious, I, I would, were you surprised that only two, I mean, at this point, I have no expectations. Like I was surprised, well, of course, Mitt would do it because he's trying to gear up for I don't know. Do you think he's trying to gear up for to run for president again in twenty twenty
1: four? It's possible. I don't see it. I don't. You know what I think he sees. You know what I think he sees. I think he's playing a long game, and I think he sees that like once Trump is out, what what even like recent, like even like in a few years from now, recent history is going to dictate that Trump is probably going to be by historians, by universally considered one of the worst. Presidents in American history, like the way he ended mm. Corona, and so I think Rob, mm. lo- and then the Republicans in a few years, depending on how things go in the next administration, if Michelle Biden wins, like they might run from Trump, they might either run from Trump and try to create a new brand, and he mm. and he's like already there where they're gonna be, they're gonna be trying to catch up. So that's what I think he but, sees, but I would. There's okay. no guarantee of that, of course.
0: Yeah, but if that was the case, there are only two. Only two out of all the Republicans in the Congress and Senate, only two spoke out, and I think that's that's why I'm still so over those girls being like, "Oh, we just need to appeal to them, or we need to find that middle ground." Those girls are in fucking formation. They are okay? in formation because their political fortunes like, where,
1: are tied to Trump, though. Like, like
0: where's Miss Susan Collins? Where's Miss Susan Collins? The huh? thing is, Which,
1: if she goes against Trump now. She's going to lose the Trump base in Maine. They're not going to vote for her, and then she's right. going to for sure lose her election
0: so you- which for those of y'all who aren't Susan Collins was someone who was one of those deciding votes in the impeachment trial and um was kind of basically saying that she thinks all this has kind of taught Trump a lesson was like basically what you could you know distill down where why she ended up not voting to impeach him. She just felt like this process itself would kind of remind him. Or keep him in line I don't yeah know. she's a she's a quintessential
1: both sides girl miss susan collins that's she both sides girl. she talks both out of both sides, sides
0: of her mouth because she
1: voted to also put brett Kavanaugh on the supreme court and she's supposed to be a pro-choice republican and she said oh well brett <laughs> Kavanaugh. he assured me he wouldn't vote against precedent and roe v <laughs> wade and he voted against abortion rights in the louisiana ruling just like a few weeks ago like he totally he totally lied to her well, I don't even know what conversations they had, but she... I bet you he didn't even... He, I bet you he, he didn't, even lie, didn't even lie, to lie to her. I bet she,
0: she, just, she just... She was just trying to save
1: face. Exactly. Like, I bet they never even had that conversation. Because she knows if she had voted against Brett Kavanaugh, Trump would have come hardcore after her. Like he did... Are there... Like uh, he did so the some main, other people,
0: like... So the main girls are down for Trump like that? The main girls meaning who? Like sorry, Maine. Like in oh, Maine. Oh, like, so no, I no, no, no. think no. of like no Maine.
1: Trump Trump lost Maine in 2016. He's probably going to lose it again in 2020. Is my thoughts. But the thing, Maine is a swing state. The thing is, if the Republicans in every state are down for Trump like that, so Republicans remember at any given time are only at the most 35 percent of the population, maybe 30. Like people who are actually like consider themselves Republicans. <laughs> but if you lose that base of that 30 percent. Because you go against Trump and he campaigns against you and writes against you on Twitter and you're a Republican senator, even if you're a more moderate girl like Susan Collins, mm. you're going to lose because he's going to tell mm. those girls, do not vote for that girl. Fuck her. She <laughs> he sure will. Me. In
0: those exact words. He like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> and
1: the Republicans and then the Democrats are not going to vote for her. We're trying to change the Senate over right, and get Mitch McConnell out of there. So we're not voting for yeah. her. So she has no lane to go in. She has no base if she goes against Trump. So. do
0: you know a senate term is 6 years? Oh,
1: I knew that. Yeah, of course I knew that.
0: Isn't that wild? I mean, you of course you knew that. But I I just I didn't realize it was I thought it was more like 4 or 5. It's, that is so long. Okay, we're going to I'm going to Yeah, you it's take designed but it's it just really through that me. so that they're less susceptible just, to
1: public pressure. It was designed like that in the constitution. But then it's failed well uh, because because anyway. okay we'll talk about but that that was
0: maybe purposely designed i don't know that talk way. about govern- well, it government well was purposely designed episode. that way because
1: the house of representatives has that right only two turnover, years way. the senate was supposed to be just the opposite so that they can vote it was supposed to be
0: the stable the enduring with one, public
1: but... interest in mind and not with just populism and public sentiment in mind but public interest yeah. so you know that that distinction between public interest and public sentiment Okay. Um, but I wanna put take uh tell you guys a few more things about Miss Roger Stone because this is a messy girl, right? There's even a documentary, <laughs> uh a Netflix documentary called Get Me Roger Stone about this queen. I
0: wanna watch it. You sent me a clip about it, and I wanna watch it now because it looks wild. And
1: she she has a tattoo of Richard Nixon on her back. She was a Richard Nixon girl, a Ronald Reagan girl oh. back in the
0: day. She, like she made that she made his sign, like the whole like, you know, two fingers out, arms outstretched. Like he did it both, I think, when he was gonna get arrested early yes. on in this and then he just did it when he got commuted
1: yes he the richard you know the famous richard nixon sign when richard nixon resigned i believe it was when he put the two fingers up on each hand i believe but um this is a messy girl like if you go back, research that girl roger stone she's an interesting girl because she's done a lot of dirty tricks and
0: she's but i have i have some concerns about i have some questions about why i think he's imp- why I don't think he's as important or just questions about that but i want to hear your messy story Yeah, so the messy story is girl it. so about 2017
1: 2018 i was in new york and i matched up with this
0: oh my god girl you matched with Roger Stone no. bitch you were going for that kind of <laughs> white no, man no girl bitch. <laughs> I, got, I got a little more standards than that but i did oh, match i'm about to say girl i know you used to date some old white men back in the day oh. girl but not Roger Stone oh bitch. you
1: put me on blast girl but so i actually did yeah, <laughs> so i did match with this Uh, more mature, seasoned white man on (laughs) on one of the apps. Whatever that was not Roger Stone. That was not Roger Stone. Oh yeah, but he was (laughs) he was super fine. Not as old as probably forty something when I was like early. Okay, I was like early thirties, right? Okay. So, um, but he was telling me he like he like knew he was in some of the same circles as Roger Stone and about the type of boys that Roger Stone liked. Like he liked the little twinkie looking boy. I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry are we saying Roger Stone is a queen well well he's probably allegedly allegedly <laughs> we can't get sued. allegedly fl- probably fluid or or maybe just ma- or just masking or is he that type his of hetero gayness. who's like, oh, yeah, I have sex with dudes every once in a while. I'm not gay, though. Because
1: I- And, you know, it's funny because when <laughs> in his doc, one of the documentaries when he's asked or in one of the articles that's written about him, when he's asked about his associate Roy Cohn, who was also a Trump associate, that's how they all kind of met each other in the 80s. Roger Stone, Trump, and Roy Cohn. And Roy Cohn is uh, famously depicted in, in Tony Kushner's Angels in America. Um, and he died of AIDS in 1986 and he was found out to, you know, like men. But he he said about Roy Cohn, oh, Roy wasn't gay. He was just a man who liked to have sex with men, you Mm. know? And so the way he processes, you know, being gay, gay identity versus who you have sex with... Um, That might help There's a lot of straight dudes like He that. might be
0: that one But he doesn't come off straight girl You see how he dresses I will say dyed his hair blonde was... And
1: all of that type of tea Like
0: But some part of me gave, Some part of that Like the way he's like Just in the Like the style of his hair, it Just felt like A little homo little, Just a little bit Like just a daz Like Is that is that sis? it it,
1: okay. it feels sis like right it feels sis like in this in this queen i didn't actually end up messing around with those. we're group. saying
0: s-i-s not sister. oh yeah yeah okay, that's just, S-I-S. So S-I-S. just... <laughs> yeah. but like a sister sisters in christ <laughs>
1: <laughs> in gay christ so this 40 something this 40 mid 40 something to late 40 something white queen in new york who's so fine by the way but i still didn't really do it <laughs> I still didn't really do anything with him. We ended up just sitting up and chit-chatting. Oh, you say back then, you were too, chit-chatting. Were you say back then, it was then like too? you know, you know, I'm not really a raw girl, and that was his preference. So you know, like <laughs> I'm not a raw girl, so I couldn't do it even as a prep girl. I couldn't do the raw tea. So we ended up just sitting and chatting for like a few hours, and he was talking about Miss <laughs> Roger Stone. He's talking about yeah. He was saying he likes he was saying allegedly that Miss Roger Stone
0: likes muscle muscle (laughs) twinks muscle twinks. That's what. Now what is? I feel like muscle and twink don't go together for me. Like what would be an example of? a There's a porn star. Pick an actor. There's a porn star. Okay, let's let's pick an actor. Someone that like our 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 no these girls girls can just
1: go Google this. Google a porn star. They need to just just go Google a gay porn star. His name is Alam Wernick.
0: A L A M and then oh, W E. I know who he is. Uh, he's cute. Y'all should Google yeah, he's him. he's on Instagram nice too. To he has at. a he has a, PG-13. Nice a PG thirteen. He's the PG. I'm gonna say go on Instagram. Don't Google him. Yeah. Go on Instagram <laughs> and look at his Instagram. He's a DJ. Because most porn stars have a side job as a DJ for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but he's a he's muscle, great. yeah. He's cute, and okay, he's a muscle I, twink. Yeah, he's I got he's it.
1: muscle muscular, but also a twink. That's I, that's what he told me. Miss Roger Stone's type was, but that's all alleged, of course, because we don't want to get sued. <laughs> we don't want to get sued here, so all alleged. <laughs> anyway, girl. Also, in some um some some news, uh, obviously coronavirus is close to crossing the seventy thousand person a day diagnosis threshold here in the United States. Uh, with over 135,000 Americans and now deceased from it, so that is some tea. Uh, meanwhile, DJT is tweeting conspiracy theories from a fellow game show host on Twitter, Miss Chuck Wolverine. About 5G? About, about well, 5G. not even about 5G, girl. She just says it's all a hoax because they're all the Democrats, the doctors, the 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 feds, the CDC. They're all conspiring against DJT, so he won't get elected. So, so what is the hoax? The hoax is that. Not that many people died? See, they don't specify the... what the hoax is. I think, but I know I've I've gone on conservative Twitter and tried to read some of the tea, and they say what's what some of the health departments are doing is classifying deaths that are not corona, classifying them as uh... corona if that person tests positive for corona. So, like, but maybe corona didn't really kill them; they just happened to have corona and they died from something else. And because I know that a lot of health departments are retrospectively classifying yes. deaths but yes. that's probably a valid girl if you have some form of cancer and you were expected to make it a few more years and all of a sudden you're dead and you had corona corona probably took that girl out <laughs> like i'm just saying like these conspiracy these republican yeah. conservative conspiracy girls they they always have something up their sleeve girl like
0: i mean but it's it's like what's the alternative admitting that they're their, their you know their messiah their white has been responsible for like their saved or they're truly their white savior's been responsible for some the, the worst deaths like worse than any war worse than nine eleven that have faced a country i and i truly inept handling of it
1: i truly believe a lot of those like white those white men and stuff would bend over or get on their knees for that girl from his tjt i feel like they love her that much
0: <laughs> i i feel like they're about that life but anyway i I In a less vulgar way, I would just say he's their Obama. He's their Obama. He's oh. their hope. He's their change. He's their future. He is the thing that even if he's not going to make their lives better in this moment, just seeing him makes them feel better about themselves.
1: Mm. As they are on decline, population-wise, mm. Mm. wealth-wise, health-wise, mm. as white people, like, you know die at younger ages and all that tea. He's their he's their last hope, basically, I guess. Yeah. But um but so anyway, like California, Miss California seems like she's shutting
0: back down, right? She is. I mean I did just talk to a friend today who was at a coffee shop outdoors. Okay. But um but no, she is got yeah, you know, Mr. Newsome I they are not Exactly saying it's lockdown 2.0, but they are starting to be more restrictive because our rates have been on the rise. Um, well, indoor
1: restaurants and bars statewide are shut down, right? And then gyms, mm. indoor malls, barbershops, hair salons, movie theaters in LA County and 30 Ooh. other counties are shut down. So 80% of and the I population And I was just about
0: to go work. Is covered I was just by about that. to go work on that fall body, girl. I was just about to get back in that gym. Oh,
1: please. Oh, please. <laughs> you were not going inside a gym. Sorry, that
0: 2021 body. That 2021. You were not going to go inside a gym, girl. Stop lying. Okay, I was not. I was not. But I maybe was going to take a Barry's class because they had all these extra procedures they were going to do.
1: Maybe those girls, because, I mean, girl, my mom is taking kickboxing outside because our gyms are not open here, girl. In Michigan, they Mm -hmm. never open. So... Like, some of the girls are doing fitness classes outside. I know my mom is, for one. Maybe those LA, those LA girls, y'all always have all that sun. It seems like they would convert. Yeah, we could find something
0: to do. Some I, could find, I could go to the beach. Um, yeah, But New York,
1: Miss New York doesn't want y'all girls there. She's saying, um, she's issuing Earth an emergency <laughs> health order requiring visitors from high COVID states to provide contact information upon arrival at JFK or LaGuardia, or whatever airport you fly into, um, and giving them a summons and a two thousand dollar fine if they fail to quarantine. Okay, so that's some tea. now that
0: that part I was confused. The two thousand fine is I didn't get. Why would they get the two thousand? Because fine?
1: you didn't quarantine for fourteen days.
0: You were supposed to. But come how do they in. know?
1: Well, they, there's a few ways they could know, right? So one is if you like end up at a party and a bunch of girls get corona at the party, and they do contract <laughs> contact tracing, and your name comes up. And they're like, uh, oh, this girl's on our list. She's it. from Texas and she is not she's supposed to be in quarantine. So how was she at this party? Got it. Two thousand dollar fine it. and a summons, girl. That's like okay. they, there's a few ways. I mean it's not gonna be easy to enforce, but it, it is enforceable in certain ways, right? Um and Mr. JT she finally wore a mask this past week to Walter Reed Medical Center in Maryland. Um she just said, you know, there's a time and place for masks. So this was one of them, <laughs> right? Not
0: for those hospitals or factories she was visiting, exactly, where they had to
1: throw out some of the merchandise because it was considered contaminated by Miss D J T not wearing a mask during her visit. Oh, lord! Oh, oh Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, the Republican from Texas, on the other hand, was filmed or photographed on an American Airlines flight not wearing a mask. Right when American Airlines has been so strict on their policy, so American Airlines says they're now investigating the picture. He claims he was just drinking coffee. But there was no mask in sight. It wasn't like he was holding a mask and ready to put that girl back on when he finished his coffee. So they're investigating, girls. So we'll have to see about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the White House is actively running a a campaign against Dr. Fauci. Uh, White House officials over the weekend were anonymous, anonymously circulating opposition research on Dr. Fauci claiming that he's been wrong many times on a number of coronavirus-related issues. Um, and then White House communication staffer Dan Scavino, he's actually one of the ones who has Trump's Twitter password, I think. He posted a meme mocking Dr. Fauci and said he would confront him to his face since the press accused the White House of circulating Apple research behind his back. Dan Scavino went on Twitter and said, no, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a confront that bitch to her face. And he put a meme on Twitter wow. and I guess... You know they've. Been, I don't know. It's some tea. So
0: Dr. Fauci, watch your back, girl. Watch your back. <laughs> they big mad at her. She didn't. It's not her fault that everybody's catching the virus. I know. She tried to tell y'all what to do. She did. Poor Dr. Fauci. Poor Dr. Fauci. I bet you Dr. Fauci was so fine
1: back in his day too. I really believe that.
0: Oh wow! So we're just gonna talk about all the yeah, old white because men I you know,
1: but too. I I really do because I could just see it. I, I love will give Italian you the, man oh, too, girl. <laughs> when they're not super racist, because they're racist as fuck usually. Yeah, yeah those are, especially those
0: New York, those East Coast Italians well, <laughs> in I guess Philly, bitch. Oh, in Philly, girl, uh, those Italians would be so racist. Philly girl, New York, all of Raining. I could see it. I could see it. There's pictures of him from like. But yeah and he was fine he's just a little he short, looks short He he's short i was just about to say i bet he what because what five seven yeah five, and you know like i'm a six feet girl you know i i don't mind you know there's nothing wrong with being short but um i'm a tall girl for you to climb this back like i mean we could do <laughs> certain positions
1: but there's certain ones we can't do when you're five not that i haven't not that I haven't done that with the 5'7 man before, because I very much <laughs> have, but there's just certain positions. Not that you haven't made it you work. You go, getting on pillows, like, there's just certain things we can oh, and can't do, because I'm a six-feet
0: girl. God. I'm a six-feet girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm only six feet in heels, so it's a bit easier for but me But you're still, it. like, a what, so. 5'10-ish girl? Five, you're still... No, I'm a petite 59, honey. You are not
1: 59. my hair.
0: You are not 59. Are we really going to okay, do okay. this right? It's just no, it's cuz my hair. My hair makes it <laughs>
1: anyway. It anyway, Ms. Good. DJT along with Secretary of State <laughs> Betsy DeVos have insisted that all schools should open this fall. Was Betsy DeVos falsely claiming that there is no health risk to children being in school? She did these disastrous interviews with Dana Bash on CNN Ooh. this
0: weekend, along with Chris uh, Chris Wallace on Fox News. Read the fuck out of her. She should have. I should have. So I actually think the Dana Bash CNN one was worse because Dana was Dana was like, I got a baby, and bitch, I'm not about to let you get through this interview without <laughs> trying to get some real answers. I think Chris Wallace was better, nicer than he could have been. But I was also like, girl, you can't go on. Like, you should have saved that for Miss Um, what's her face? Um, what's that bitch? That evil white bitch. Oh, uh, Laura like Ingram her? type of thing. You should say like that. Like that was the one. You should like Chris Wallace is like that's the yeah. one. Like he always got the facts and the figures. So I don't know but why see, she. The went Sunday and to him. shows
1: have like Sunday shows get a lot of high viewership and they're like yeah. shared online a lot. That's tri- t- traditionally the politicians go on the Sunday shows the most. Right versus the the weekday um, shows, so that's just some tea right there.
0: But what were the highlights for me? It was like I I kind of I'm not the craziest SNL person, but there were just so many moments when I was like, wow, she's really like trying to. St-. She's repeating like the schools have to open this, but the schools have to open. The schools have to the kids have to be back in school, and especially those poor, you know, disenfranchised. They're falling behind. Like, oh yeah, you're worried about poor, uh, a k urban, you know, energy. You're worried about those kids falling behind really are yeah. you with your charter schools and she's from
1: my state miss betsy devos has been lobbying and ruining public schools in my state for a long time so mm-hmm. i knew that girl before she even went to washington i knew miss betsy devos she has decimated helped decimate our public schools in michigan while promoting charter schools here which can be hit or miss but charter schools have yeah. a different funding model they are not funded as well as public schools are so like really and charter schools oftentimes are privately managed there's charter management organizations it's really it's really a way to privatize public education charter schools and Mm -hmm. even though some of them are high performing and do well um she's just she literally wants to decimate public education in this country girl
0: and now she's she wants to kill the kids girl i mean it's it's wild to hear them say like oh the children have a stronger immune system. I'm like for real. Like I almost I wanted Dana to like really go like, how many kids are you okay d- with dying? Yeah. Like like that's really what you're saying. Like or their or their and parents then,
1: and grandparents and the people who watch them and love them and take care right. of them or the teach the teachers girl because I the teacher girl I just have to I'll give a little bit of tea, but I I definitely in my business I do some work with education and and some of the entities that I work with some educational entities like particularly teachers I. The the girl I was telling you about on March 12th, who had the Corona, she's a teacher, girl. She probably got it at school. Mm. Like, from, you know, mm. working in a school environment. So, the girl I told you who could barely walk, and she had it in March, and now it's July. And she can't walk more than, you know, a quarter of a mile without running out of breath. Like, she's a teacher, girl. So, imagine all the teachers mm. and staff members and cafeteria workers. One of the people I know who was in his early 30s who passed away in Detroit, I really know more of him. He was a school... Uh, He was an educator, too. And he died 31 years old. Mm.
0: But it's worth saying why the push is for kids to go to school is so that their parents can go to work. Because then you don't have to worry about basically, oh, let's use teachers and school system as babysitters so they can go back and take care of our economy and get it moving again. Um, that's why they're really pushing it. It's not because they really are worried about, you know, the education and us falling behind because our education systems have been falling behind. Okay. Um, so and girl,
1: you have yeah. some, some updates, some health related updates too, girl. I think about a certain, you know, supreme glory justice. What's the t on that girl? Oh,
0: bitch. I mean, we, I, uh, God, we. We kind of became real bad news this week. But Miss RBG, she's back in the hospital again. For those of y'all who don't know, that's Miss Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court Justice, you know, holding it down. You know, one of the hardcore liberal justices, pro women, pro LGBT, the good Judy. Um, she was hospitalized um for having like a high fever, uh, a possible infection. Um, they had to like clean her bile duct. Um and she's receiving an antibiotic treatment. They're monitoring her. I feel like she's gonna be okay, but you know, oh, this feels so awful. I was gonna say, like, November is still far away. Girl, <laughs> we need her to make it to January, but not just November. To January. She's gonna make it to January
1: 20th at the very least. Oh, girl.
0: man. I feel like every time something happens to Ms. RBG, like, the everyone's heart just like, <gasps> Because those courts, child, of that Supreme Court? But she should have retired and won Obama,
1: really, in Obama's first term. I mean, that was on her. I really, mm. I know the girls stand for her and they wear the t shirts and they, Is she's some, <laughs> uh, she's a feminist, Notorious RBG. I- you know, icon, but. You know, that old lady should have retired during Obama's first term to be safe. Like, or at least during his second term when she didn't retire during the first term. This That was irresponsible of her. I really do believe that. But, yeah. you know, she, um, Miss DJT too. What was that about, girl? There was some, some news about her. She, right. did, she, said, she had an interview today.
0: And yeah, so Ms. DJT was doing this interview on Tuesday and um, Ms. Catherine Harridge from CBS basically asked her, you know, black Americans are still dying at the hands of law enforcement. And here goes Ms. DJT, so are white people, so are white people. And basically was like, that's a terrible question to ask. Um, You know, most, there's more white people, by the way, more white people. Um, And I mean, in some ways, I kind of, so, so there's a couple of things about that where it's just like, He's kinda right. Like technically there are more white people who do die. Um well, there are more white people who are oh, I don't know. You well no, there but are more no, like there are more white people who maybe die by the hands of police. Yes, but, it, but yes. But per is a but, per, of the population, but with the race Yes, the that's ratio, what it is. right? Uh, and that's what I kinda wish she had like in some ways her just being like, Oh, why are black Americans still dying? Like, yes, we know that. But girl, you can't just Throw that at Miss D J T because she's just gonna take it literally. Like I almost would have been like, why are more Black Americans dying when you know we only make up so much percentage? Because that's harder for her to to answer. Twelve to thirteen percent. Because that's where. Because that's always. Because that's always a Republican talk. Like that's the conservative talking point. That's always how they say police brutality isn't really a thing because. Technically, white Americans do die at the hands of police, and that you know that was that was that yoga instructor who got killed. I think it was last year, maybe the year before. Um, and they, honey, that black police officer who did it, that man ended up in jail. Uh, did. They and found that was a a way to put her down. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. right. So Minneapolis police have been killing white people, but it's just not the same level. And so we
1: are three times more likely to be killed by police. So even though right. technically more white people are killed by police in aggregate is in terms of the rates or the ratio, we are three times more likely to be killed yeah. by police as a, because we're only 12 or 13% of the population. Right. And yet probably like over a third of police mm-hmm. initiated killing. So just think yeah. about that T, you, you know, um but you know misty jt she never fails to disappoint does she girl she really doesn't (laughs) no
0: she doesn't you know but that can
1: lead us into a certain enlightened judy segment we're doing this week about black people and particularly a certain kind of black people hetero black men girl
0: (laughs) some of whom are trying to run for president
1: Um and hetero black men we can believe in, girl. That's what we we're calling it. Like <laughs> as a nod to to Barack Obama, girl. Change we can. Believe oh yeah. In. Hetero okay. black men we can believe in. <laughs> so you know because I I I really was interested in this topic. I wanted to hearken back to a 2017 piece written by, um written by Miss damon young you know that said that basically black men straight black men are the white people of black people and this got so much traction and so much hate and detraction back when it was written in 20 i think it was 2017 and girl and yet i i agreed with a lot of the tea in that article Mm -hmm. what
0: about you did you agree with that i really did all the girls got big mad when that happened they did Um, but i've always felt that and sometimes some of our work about, cause there's just uh, the ways in which straight black men just center themselves and just kind of suck up all the energy on all this, our space. And I think a lot of times to the detriment of black women, to black LGBT people, like it just happens so often that there's, and at the same time they can't see, you know, that this is what white people do to them and that for them, blackness, I think just looks a certain way and that they are the embodiment of that. Um, and I think we really saw it recently with, um, you know, the fact that like chance kind of enabling Kanye, um, this past, was that over the weekend that that happened? Girl, and... I, yeah, I think it might've been over the weekend, but we just got to say
1: chance does have a fine ass brother too. Oh, a gay brother too. I oh mean, my gosh. but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there, but keep going. He
0: bro. is fine. He is fine. He'd be doing these pull-ups ooh. and he'd be wearing these sweats he is so and fine. you just, he don't hide nothing. You're nothing. just like, I know what's down anyway he is one of the finest men on instagram to me well i guess
1: just because who maybe, taylor bennett i think so. i i think so i just oh, I, right. like I like his look i like his his body i like his look you're,
0: that's so interesting because you're not usually into the light-skinned brothers he
1: to me though anyway yeah i he's fine to me he i mean he's one of the finest celebrity men on because there are a lot of like regular like regular ass bitches like gay bitches like <laughs> <laughs> or just regular hetero men on Instagram who are fine as hell, like finer than most of the celebrities, just like those Instagram models. But he's one of the finest celebrity men, I would say. But keep going, girl. What do you think? I mean, uh, no, his I mean, so, Kanye.
0: so, you know, Kanye had announced his pregnancy, which, by the way, is after the time that he can even be considered. He hasn't done any paperwork for it. And Chan's basically coming out to say that, like, oh, I think we should give him a chance and really getting into arguments with people. About why we should support Kanye, Mine on the one hand, like not to be, ashamed, but like Kanye's got some stuff going on. Um, yeah, he's like, who's to say where this is coming from? It's out of nowhere. But one, you're kind of not. It's probably a manic episode because you know how the girl. Is I mean, I, bipolar. Like, I didn't know it's how probably a manic how, episode. How, how much proof there? W- like definitely, but I think we're pretty sure Kanye deals with some demons. And how to say that like this coming out of nowhere? You're kind of enabling that. Beyond the fact that it's like, motherfucker, this man's out here wearing a MAGA hat, out here saying slavery was a choice, and you're not even going to unpack that. You're not going to comment on that. You're going to just be like, oh, we should be supporting Kanye over Biden. Like, And then trying to, like, look down on people like, oh, you're just okay with another white man taking, like, kind of giving that whole kind of talking down to when it's like, bitch, we don't like Biden either, but we don't want fuck another four years of fucking Trump, who, by the way, is who Kaye has been supporting. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? That shit made me so angry. Um, And I I have find out what exactly he said, because I do want to give him justice of the idiot shit he said but go ahead girl so
1: i think he said something to, to the effect you can get the really exact quote but y'all gonna vote for biden over kanye it was something to that effect and yeah. hell yes i'm gonna vote for biden over kanye angela davis is voting for, for joe biden i just posted a clip of that on the two saved queens instagram too like angela davis even said she's voting for joe biden because she was saying that even with joe biden and is how problematic how problematic he was in the crime bill and things that he supported throughout his tenure in offices that he's it's easier to move the needle with him. He's more responsive to protest and to movements than the orange nazi that's in the office. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing what she said cuz she didn't tell yeah. him Yeah. No, no. Nazi, and to
0: hear that coming from someone who's like, you know, a mother of very much pro, a mother pro black, of the, the pro black movement. You know, yeah, um, abolitionist, you know, pro LGBTQ um like so and we got chance saying, like, Oh, are you more pro Biden or anti Yay? And why who the fuck care first of all So these niggas, these niggas these niggas think they're more
1: woke than Angela Davis. That's crazy to me. Like these motherfuckers think they're more woke than her. they no and hardly nobody's more woke than Angela Davis. Like, let's just keep it real.
0: Like And then of course somehow the turning point for him seemed to be like, Oh, when Terry Cruz showed his support, it's like, Oh, no, I, I got okay. Now that Terry Crews is behind my back, maybe um maybe I've gone too far. Maybe this isn't the hill I want to die on. Yeah, it's like what? What are you? Uh,
1: that's but that's federal black men and a lot of hetero black men in a nutshell to me. And I feel like uh, even like Ice Cube, you know, he has some good pro black posts, and then all of a sudden he goes on a
0: anti Semitic
1: rant, you know, on Twitter. Oh, or,
0: was that but, what it was? Or is, I thought it was a whole like the pyramid, uh, not the pyramid, what, like the um Gaza that like um god what is it called sphinx the nose was cut off by europeans which you know he's done more (laughs) posts than
1: that girl he's done some explicitly anti-semitic posts like on Um. on a hotepi tip like a dr umar i think a lot of black men now just because of the way that knowledge is kind of like so universally accessed now and even like not even knowledge but information all kinds of information bad information good information but especially bad information, is so accessible now with the internet and whatnot, that it's turned a lot of these hetero black men into ho-tap figures. Like, they feel like they're experts on things and issues. And we going to remember, especially
0: some of these these celebrity blacks who, like, haven't haven't been to college, maybe haven't finished high school. Not to say, like, that's the only way to get education in this country, because it's not. But, like, they're not doing... What's the word? They're not, like it's not about being just conscious. They're not doing critical thinking. They're not critical. They're not like, seeing how, like, you know, and think about my home city of Philly, Mr. Mr. Deshaun Jackson, who's on the Eagles, you know, you're just posting anti-Semitic things without really knowing their relations. Like, I think some of this, it all comes from this place of insecurity. And I think that gets traced back to slavery. That gets traced back to white supremacy. That gets traced back to, you know, the way Christianity is even, like, you know, has this influence on, you know, the black male community of both kind of in a way wanting to uplift them, but at the same time not giving them tools to truly, you know, understand themselves, understand our world and be able to, like, figure out their place in it because they're really reinforcing patriarchy. It. Like mm. basically
1: like Christianity, white supremacist Christianity is has basically reinforced patriarchy for black men to make them think, OK, I'm the head of household. I'm the top. Everybody should listen to me, even if I'm underqualified, even if I don't know what I'm talking about, even if I don't, I've never, you know, studied black studies a day in my life, but all of a sudden I'm an expert because this hotep came to me and told me this and I believe it now, so I'm the authority on this. And Mm. I, I, you know, I also think something called Southern honor culture has had a huge negative influence on black hetero men. So Southern honor culture is like way back, like, in the you know in the civil war pre-civil war and even post-civil war era where where white men you know especially uneducated white men would like get into brawls and get into one would insult the other and and insult the other's honor or integrity and then they would go duel it out with guns right and one would shoot the other and and then the argument would be over like dual culture like almost like Mm -hmm. aaron aaron burr and alexander hamilton type team Mm. Uh, some some experts have traced that like that black men because you know being in slavery and even post-slavery inherited some of that white southern honor culture and that's actually the cause of like some of the thinking today even like you know in chicago and detroit and st louis and baltimore and these cities were like you disrespected me man you disrespected me man and then (laughs) and then it gets into like gun battle and so i think that all of that is related. Even even the Hotep ET, even like the patriarchy tea, even, you know, thinking that they're all of this is related to honor And it's worth
0: taking a minute to say like we're talking about you know, to not assume that everyone's gonna know what Hotep means. Like we know, but like Hotep is a um, type of ideology that's very pro black and I'm sure you had your thoughts, girl. For to me, Hotep means a certain type of ideology that's very pro black, um, Afrocentric um you know about like remembering like oh we're descended from like kings and queens in egypt and all that but a lot of times it does veer into where it gets problematic to not just you know find strength in it um, as Blackness, you know, it veers into being, you know, focusing on patriarchy and that Black women only exist to support, you know, the Black man and that, you know, the greatest, th- one of the big threats to Black masculinity or Black people is like LGBT, Black LGBT people because they you know, muddy the waters and they distract us and they're, you know, and it's make a, us it's less a weak.
1: conspiracy to detro- destroy ma- uh, Black masculinity, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think and a lot of that thought harkens back to like, even we talk about like, white slave masters raping black women. They also raped in girls. They also raped black men and boys too. Mm. And, and that was a thing too. So I think some of the homophobia and some of the, you know, the thoughts around, you know, anti LGBT ideology among hoteps and in the black community stems from that too. Stems from rape culture, like slave, like slave master rape culture. Right. And how Mm. they used to rape, you know, across the board of black people of all kinds in all black bodies across the board. I think that, I think that feeds into some of our homophobia too. I really mm-hmm. do in our community. Um, yeah. just think about barbershop talk, right? Um, even my yes. barber who like I'm close to, and he's definitely more progressive and on the liberal side, even on L- on LGBT issues and whatnot. He's a hetero black man, but he, he gets into some of that hotep tea. Like almost every black hetero man I know, I would say 70% of that they get, into some of that Hottepi ideology when you're speaking to them and use the Hottepi language. Like what?
0: Language. Like what's something that you'll be like, oh, because, you know, again, people aren't always going to... Because it's so... Sometimes it's subtle. Like, you're just... It's subtle, yes. Like, Even, like, my oh, barber yeah, is like, very oh, subtle. Maybe a, maybe a black woman should, you know... Or maybe just a little, like... The way they'll judge a black girl or a black woman, you'd be like the yes. way they say stuff. Like, man, so go in there Barbara. and put
1: some clothes on, man. We're, right, we're talking to yeah. his
0: daughter, like, you know.
1: go and put some clothes on. What you? You don't want to dick? embarrass
0: me, you don't. And it's like, but you out here with your, you know, dick out, ass out in the street.
1: <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah, just the way like he, like these hotel men. Sometimes the way they talk about the black man's role and the black man and the way they center yes. the black man and the black man. What about black women? What about like, black children? Like,
0: what's like, what's the great? Like, it's the destruction of the black man. Like, that's the reason why black families are falling apart is because we don't have enough black men in them. Like that. Anything that just completely focuses on how black men make or break black families and black relationships—that is the kind of whole type of ideology for me.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I totally agree because they center the black man and all their talk about uh, disenfranchisement or just like suffering or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like persecution. It's always the black man, the black man, the black man. What about all that the black woman has to deal with? Like the black woman to me is, is one of the most persecuted figures in our, you know, in our world. Right. The black women have to deal with so much, including from black and, and black LGBT people like too. Mm -hmm. you know? So I just feel like they, they never center. And even in the BLM movement, right. A lot of times we, and I, I am glad to see Breonna Taylor constantly centered online and in discourse but that's like in sandra bland to some degree in the anniversary of her death just passed recently the fifth anniversary of her death yes but yes. generally it's like always about these black hetero men that we we center the blm movement who are killed by police and i'm just wondering do you think it's because hetero black men are more threatening or are more threatening to police than maybe we are is is queer people or women are what do you think about that miss malachi oh
0: like why why it gets centered? Why black? What? Yeah, men like get why centered, why black know. hetero men get centered uh, in, in Black Lives I, Matter movement? I don't because in some ways, the what happens to black men? I think. Like with Sandra Bland, like with Breonna Taylor, those things do happen to black women. we can find—I bet if we really looked at it, and I think there was a um, TED Talk about it, there are just as many cases of things that happen to black women as black men. I think part of that's even larger than even, like, black culture. I think it's just our society is patriarchal. Why did Hillary lose? Because Hillary was a woman. But I think in general, it is often just— our society is just very male centric and male focused. I think by default, we think about the black men who deserve that space, but not completely consuming it. Because if you even think about who started the BLM movement, it was black women right like right it was um i got to write down like alicia garza patrissa patrice coulors Paul Timetti. Though black women are black women and black lgbt people have been the start being the full forefront of this movement but de ray so
1: right i mean he was one of the DeRay, very much of this very much too right um Queer but man, we often lift
0: yeah but we often lift up just these black men, despite the fact that, like, black trans women are dying every fucking day. Every fucking day. Like, every, every day. other day, another black trans woman dies. And that's not necessarily because she's a threat to the police. She's dying in a different way, but it's still that same type of law enforcement. It's still that same type of system that's making her. Li- just trying to live her life not sustainable not even giving them the ability to do that um and it's just a different side of that law enforcement that they can't get jobs that they have to live in unsafe neighborhoods versus with black men is getting stopped by the police um but I also think some of it's just that history like when we're growing up we know we learned the story about like Emmett Till we learned the story about we always think about black men getting lynched um, for yeah. like whistling at a white woman um, I think that's just even from the history books we kind of focus on the black men despite the fact that yeah black women were getting raped were getting killed as well um, but we don't talk about those stories so i think even when we learn about black history we just focus on black men so Um, do
1: you think hetero black men actually have it harder in society like with the police or in workspaces or are just considered more threatening than us as queer men or than black women do you think that they have it harder than us or is it just the way that the conversation is centered, it's not really that they have it harder. It's just that. What do you think about that?
0: I think it's different. Like, I don't think it's harder or easy. I think it's just different. Right. I think, like I said, like, I think for us, maybe like I, you know, as a black queer person, maybe don't come off as threatening as a black straight man. But I think there are other ways in which I can still face, you know, aggression in a different way maybe more like a black trans woman by like walking down the street and being effeminate to get attacked like so i think in that ways maybe i could talk myself out of getting a ticket but maybe i'll get attacked in a different way like i think the system just affects us differently and i think it is just been often that we just they have been centered so for so long but i think it's not that one is better than the other i just think it's it just affects us all differently um and i think we just often forget that in some ways in some way, I think there's even a case we made that, especially for black women and for black LGBT people, we have to fight two battles. Because for black straight men, is that same thing for, like, It's walk with me here. It's the same thing for me as, like, with white gay men, weirdly enough. I'm mm-hmm. about to write, like, another, I'm about to get another, like, piece that's going to make people upset. But, like, for me, there's that one thing that's keeping you from the, like the baseline for black straight men is being black for white gay men is being gay. But for us, like, you know, for me being black LGBT, I have to fight on two fronts for a black woman. She has to both fight, you know, with the default white women being black and she has to to fight with the black community being a woman. And I think that is different. Like I don't think black straight men have those dual battles or those multiple battles fronts that they have to face in the same way that our communities do.
1: And I've heard the argument made, even without even regard to the police, but even like being hired in for certain jobs or in a corporate space, that places are more hi- likely to hire black gay men or black queer men or black women over black hetero, hetero men. And I, but it's interesting. I remember working. I worked in a corporate corporate space for a few years, and um, and really, I remember like me, the black queer man. Um, feeling very isolated in this very white corporate space, and there weren't there was like one black woman in this space, and she and I used to kind of commiserate a little bit. She was much more senior than me, but um, but she felt more isolated, socially isolated in that space. And the black hetero men used to hang out with those black or those white straight men, and they would talk about sports and they would go have lunch together. And I was like more isolated and until this gay white man came a year later, and I was work mm. we were working the same group, but it was just like. I actually felt the opposite, where I thought black straight men in a corporate sphere, once they actually get there, like, have it much easier, you know, um, socially and rising up and in those intangible factors that allow them to get promoted, so... I actually reject that because a lot of people say, oh, black straight men have it hard. They can't get hired here. They can't get, you know, they can't get economically on the right foot in many instances. Well, I actually know a lot of successful black hetero straight men, maybe because I'm in Detroit where everybody's black. Mm. But Mm. I mean, I know I know more successful hetero black men than I knew than I know hetero. I mean, than I know black queer men. So, Mm. you know, just putting that out there. I just, I do want to though, (laughs) this is not just a black, a hetero black man bashing session. Like who are the hetero black men that we actually stand girl? Who are the ones that we actually are fans of who do good work and who we're really proud of, you know, for representing our community? Who are some of those people? For me, I think one of those people is Reverend L. Sharpton. I know he Hmm. takes a lot of hits from various sides, even within our own community. But why I really stand for Reverend L. Sharpton is because, like, in 2000... Again, you should
0: say, you know, not everyone's going to know. But, like, partly because Miss Sharpton sometimes seems like she's always in the right place at the right time to um, take advantage of something.
1: Yeah, Reverend L. Sharpton. Yeah, so, again, people, like, say that he's, like, kind of, like, an opportunist, right? Or... You know that he tries to benefit financially from the civil rights movement or whatever critiques they make of him. But he was one of the first people in the black community back in 2004. And he was in the presidential debates because he actually ran for president that year. And he said he Mm -hmm. was for gay marriage back in 2004 as a man of the cloth, as a hetero black man. He was intersectional way back then. Snaps for that. You know, and I just think he's, to me, he's... Other than you know a few hookups here and there, but I feel like he's represented <laughs> us for, for to be his generation to be older. He understands. He oh, understands Black Lives Matter. Yeah, he understands it. He's not trying to be that respectability girl who like downs Black Lives Matter and why are y'all protesting in the streets Ugh. and all that. He's not that. I really stand no, for that. That's for true. L. Sharpton. Yes. Uh, plus, we went to school with his niece, so we know oh, her. At you're least so silly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love Raven L. Sharpton. Who else for you, girl? Who are some of the the black men you stand?
0: None of them. (laughs) Uh, we'll deal with my trauma on another episode. Uh, Damon Young,
1: we love Damon Young, who wrote that it's a black hetero man who wrote that piece that straight black men are the white people of black people. He's a hetero black man who wrote
0: that. Yes, he writes for the he writes for the root, um, like for um, was part of the well. Now it's part of the Gawker family. Um, yeah, Damon's Fears, for sure. I stand by Damon. Uh, Tana so list Coates. Tana Hesey Coates.
1: What do you think about him?
0: I like. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Ta- I don't know why I'm being so. Sl- you know what it is? It's like right now, I mean, I'll just be honest, because I just think I am trying to more center black women and like black LGBT people over black straight men. I think that's it. Like, I think Tana Heshi is like. I love listening to him speak. I love reading his work. Um, if you haven't, he does it for MLK um, weekend and week. He does, it, he's a part of the symposium and he's had some really great conversations with AOC that I think are absolutely worth listening to. Um, and I, but I do think he is someone that I think is one of the foremost leaders doing thought about race and history and basically how our people fit into the history of the U S and, um, so, yeah, for that, I'm super thankful for that. But I do think, you know, right, it's fair. I think, and not everyone wants to speak to everything, but I think sometimes he does, again, sometimes center a bit more on being a black man. And he is a black man. He has a black son. So you kind of get that. Right. But I just feel like in this moment, it's so important to be intersectional. It really um, is. I totally get your critique. And I let's just go through the list. Well, you know, so to go through, uh, like someone, oh my God, now I'm blanking his name. It's not LeBron. Well, I know you put LeBron James on this list, but who is um who's the one who's got Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I'm repping for Dwayne Wade. Yeah, you got a trans daughter. You got you know like I just love that, and I love that like he's like wearing skirts, like wearing make like doing things to make her son you know like, messing up all types of making her. his oh, daughter his, his daughter. daughter yeah. I switched yeah. that out. I was like her son, his daughter <laughs> feel more comfortable. Like yeah, Dwayne Wade. I'm repping hard for him and he's and he's
1: a little and i and i'm very proud of him because he was somewhat of a problematic figure prior like he's doesn't have a good history of how he treats, you know, his romantic partners, his, I mean, up until recently.
0: Up I bet Miss Gabri- Gabrielle, Union got that together. Well,
1: but even he, he had a baby on her. You got to think about that. Oh, like, I you
0: didn't know, know that. But you he, know what, never mind I'm taking it off. See, there but we go again. Just but don't take him off
1: because he's had a lot of growth. Don't take him off. Keep him oh, on the five, list. Dwayne Wade okay. has had a lot of growth now having a trans daughter and everything and now being Fully into his marriage with Gabrielle Union. He's, and I, so the other people we had on our list, of course, President Barack Obama is a girl dad. And
0: of course, he has some problematic pieces, right? But he has done, he. Yo, I mean, Obama, I was trying to explain to someone who was like not under, uh, it was someone in another country who was not ex- understanding why so many black Southern voters, white black Southern people were voting for, would vote for Biden. And trying to explain that, like, just the fact that he got a little bit of that Obama touch, like, Essentially, I feel like you if you're not black um and a black American, you truly can't really understand what Obama means to us, and I think like Obama has some critiques definitely, and I don't like how he some talks down to black people a lot, especially black straight men, but it's obama come on, but now, he's obama. but it's
1: interesting because that's his group that he admonishes too, just like we're admonishing black straight men, he's doing it for different reasons, like respectability reasons and he's yeah but he and but I feel, it's yeah. like it's a group he has issues with too, even though he's one of them. But, um, okay, so other people we stand. Trevor Noah of The Daily Show. We love him. Uh, Garland Gilchrist, my lieutenant governor here in Michigan. I know him personally. He is one of the most uh honorable people i've ever met in my life politician wise uh, even non-politician like he has so much integrity i love my lieutenant governor garland gilchrist who serves our illustrious female governor gretchen whitmer uh big gretch uh tristan walker of the walker and company who was uh his company were shaving uh a personal grooming male personal grooming was acquired by procter and gamble we stand for him lebron james I mean he does a lot of philanthropic work. He definitely centers male and and men, of course, too, but you know, but he actually does a lot of great work. So we we stand for LeBron James. Colin Kaepernick, you know, he's a non voter, so that's one thing that I have an issue oh, with. Okay. But we'll talk about another show. We'll anyway. talk about another show. Um, but he definitely and I think we'll do a show on Barack Obama's legacy too, one time too. I think that could be interesting Ooh, how yeah, we that feel about good. that. Colin Kaepernick, we mostly stand for him because he got this start he got the national conversation started around BLM. Is it
0: Kaepernick or Kaepernick?
1: i you know it's just i hear people use it interchange interchangeably so love it i wonder um russell wilson just for the way you know he's the way he he treats sierra Sierra and he loves on a black woman and treats you know his adopt your his stepson and their children so well i i love him and the way he's a black dad i think i stand for him samuel l jackson just as the og who uh, the non-problematic og (laughs) the non-problematic og will yeah, smith man. i mean he's very progressive in the way he handled this situation with first jada. of all
0: we know why he handled it that way because alle- let me let me put Ooh, my allegedly allegedly. In. Allegedly. allegedly allegedly we know will stepping out with some of his dude friends so you know he wasn't really gonna rake you know rake um miss jada over the cold when you know he was doing the same thing yeah but with dudes yeah, with dudes yeah oh, uh, allegedly, allegedly
1: sorry <laughs> allegedly john, so i hesitated john legend john legend i we my mom loves john legend oh my gosh that's john a,
0: legend that's um, but whether he's a hetero, connection. but that whether oh, you he's are, a hetero, you be all, girl, we can't be. That, that to though. me
1: is questionable. But oh, I love. We can't but,
0: be coming at the conservative girls about conspiracy theories, and you be going, <laughs> be creating your own. Oh, there's no girl, evidence because I always There
1: is no evidence. Okay, there's no evidence. Just hearsay. There's no evidence. <laughs> um anyway eric holder, again, eric holder okay. eric holder eric let's move on from john legend eric holder <laughs> the f- the first uh i mean the black male attorney the first attorney general under obama he's like really fighting for voting rights he's a hetero black man and he's like making sure we can vote that motherfucker out in 2020 like he's working on voter uh um, yeah on voter expression. rights issues and and voter suppression. And then Chadwick Boseman. Um, now, why'd you put king... Chadwick on
0: here and not um because he is a king? What kind of Yeah,
1: that's my king. He's my king. Oh, yeah. That is my king. Yeah. When they say, is that I you, king. I
0: thought you were a Michael B. Jordan. Oh, no, it was no. Cameron. It was a Michael B. Yeah. Jordan stand. And Michael Jordan, B. Jordan I...
1: is handsome. He is, but I, but Chadwick. Yeah, Boseman, always take Chadwick. He's a better actor.
0: He I just, trust Chadwick over Michael B. Jordan. Too. There's something I don't trust about Michael B. He Jordan. He seems like he's and that might be my hearsay. There's something I just think he, something in my spirit. Something he's in my probably spirit.
1: like mostly dating white women. Like that's just probably what his tea is to Ooh, me. All right, I, I, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Okay, so there's no listener mail this week, uh, but you can always send us anything to ask them at two saved tw. W O F Y I spelled out, ask them at two com or leave us a voicemail at 323-438-2827. Again, that's three two three four three eight two eight two seven. If you want to give us uh any listener mail or any suggestions, uh send us a note. Okay. Um so I want to move on to our thoughts and prayers, Miss Malakai. Who are prayers. your you have any thoughts first off?
0: I do. So I, I don't have any our uh, I don't really have prayers i think there's quite a few prayers that need to be given um other than miss rbj rbg you know ooh, stay stay strong, stay, strong, stay strong girl stay strong um so i mostly have thoughts um and you know because i am that girl that's i'm just always thinking partly because of my work partly just i just always think about trends and that things that are happening around the world so bear with me y'all so my thought is for poland okay poland small oak i don't know how small it is but that country over in europe so they just re-elected a dude by the name of Andres Duda. I'm probably saying that all wrong. He just re-elected as their prime minister. He is best friends with Trump, was congratulated on was congratulated by Trump on Monday. Andres is a part of the populist populism movement. Like he's like Duarte. He's like Bolsonaro. He is their Trump. Okay. He ran on this ideology he ran on this idea that being gay. Is an ideology that it's not really a people. And he ran on this fear of like a rainbow plague that basically if they didn't elect him, that the other side, the person who was the mayor of Warsaw and was more LGBT friendly, that he would be you know, letting kids get indoctrinated into like the LG you know, the gay scheme and then turning your kids gay. And he won on that. Um, it was narrow, so it was a narrow win. But a loss is still a loss, um, and I think it's important to know that partly the thing that helped him also was state television, um, aka their Fox News. Right. Okay, I guess I shouldn't say right. Fox News is definitely state television, but for all intents and purposes, I feel like Fox News is state television. Sure, yeah, they is. only do, you know, they only support Trump. Um, and why I think this is just important to like put my thoughts and just put it out there is that ultimately the other thing he was really going for was the courts. Like he wants to politicize the courts which over in europe is generally not done like their courts are super independent they're not very political and in the same way that even ours have were less political now becoming more political um and so why i want to talk about this is that with you know in december you know the uk voted to have their government um their conservative government basically overwhelmingly win and basically is why Brexit is happening. Brexit is this idea that is idea is what's happening with the UK leaving the European Union, which a lot of that was around xenophobia, racism, like Brits wanting to make the UK great again. Sound familiar? So for me, I just think that like these things that even among with climate change, with the pandemic, with all these things happening, that populism and fear is still attractive and it's still a thing that people can use to win elections and for us not to think that despite how awful trump is doing that it means like oh we've got it like the fall is going to be fine because i don't think it is i don't think we can rest um because we have examples whether you look at hong kong what's happening there whether you look at what's happening in poland or you look at what's happening in the uk or you look at what's happening in brazil this shit is still you know it's very possible that trump could get reelected. because we just have to look at other places to see that people can still do it you
1: are such um. an international girl. I'm so proud of you, girl. <laughs> so, shut up, guys. I'm so
0: proud of you, bitch. Oh, you hate it. You hate it. I just I it's just the thing I think about. Um, but my other thought is just for you mentioned it earlier early in the show, it's Brianna Taylor. That's it. Brianna Taylor Continue. you know, we are gonna center black women and they should be centered in the black lives movement, um, black lives matter movement. And nothing has still happened to this day to make right this woman who lost her life while she was in her fucking home, sleeping in bed. So, Brianna Taylor.
1: Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. <sighs> and I have a few thoughts and prayers. Two prayers for the family of Broadway actor Nick Cordero, um, who finally succumbed to coronavirus after, mm. you know, a months-long fight since March, fighting it. He was really fighting to stay alive. His wife was updating us on Twitter and Instagram every day. He passed away. Um, I thought he might make it. Sadly died at 41 years old, so tragic. Mm. Um along with actress Kelly Preston, the wife of John Travolta, also you all may know her from Jerry Maguire, is the early love interest uh of Tom Cruise's character in that. Um uh, very sad 50, I think 57 years old, died of breast cancer, you know, after a 2-year fight with breast cancer. So very also very sad. Uh Grant Imahara uh, who was one of the hosts of Mythbusters. Uh, mm. Yeah, died of a brain aneurysm. Did he die an- of brain corona? aneurysm No, brain- oh, wow. he died of a brain aneurysm. Well, it, we don't- as far as we know. As far as we know, but he was in his no, early so, 40s yeah. and Ugh. just died tragically. And um, I think he was in his early 40s. And then Naya Rivera, of course, uh, who you all have probably seen a number of tributes to. You've probably seen it on the news tragic you know died probably saving her four-year-old son first and and getting him back on the boat but not having enough strength to rescue herself from drowning at 33 years old goodness especially tragic so i've seen some beautiful tributes to her on social media you know i put one up on our on our instagram page but um we rest in peace, Naya Rivera. She's the third person mm. from the Glee cast to pass Ooh, those away. Glee girls. Yeah. Mm. Corey Monteith passed away, I think, seven years ago at age 31. And Mark Salling, a problematic figure who was indicted on, you know, child pornography charges, mm-hmm. but took nonetheless his own took his own life. So the third person to die from that cast. that Some girls, I know a girl who thinks that show was cursed, and I, I hope that's not the case, because... <laughs> Um, but yeah, three people from that show haven't haven't passed away. So now the Naya stuff is real, yeah, super sad. Saving her son, and he witnessed it. Her four year old son recounted what happened to the police, you know, or to the rescue. So it was just, he's, I hopefully he won't be, hopefully he won't, he's four, and so he's on the cusp of will he remember that exact scene when he's 10 and 11 and 12 and 20 and 30 and 40? Like, I hope not, but we, you know, he may remember it. I hope not. That is just terrible but um that's our show for today um please follow us on social media on twitter instagram at two saved queens spelled out TWO at two saved queens and on facebook we're actually on facebook too we don't get a whole lot of traction there but you know <laughs> follow us follow us nonetheless Plus and don't Mark forget Zuckerberg. to <laughs> don't forget to rate us and review us on your preferred podcast platform whether it's apple Podcasts or spotify please rate us and review us give us you know, whatever you think we deserve. hen hen five stars. And um, <laughs> with that, we will see you next week. Miss Malachi, do you have a final word you want to leave the children, girl? Um,
0: wear those masks. Wear, <laughs> those, <laughs> wear those condoms. Um, take that prep. Um, and also just, you know. Take care take of yourself. Take care of yourselves. Take care yes. of yourselves. Amen. Take care, y'all. All right. Bye, girls.